Uh, my name is Jeremy Wright. I'm the CFO for Portofino Resources Incorporated. Uh, we're traded on the TSX Venture Exchange under the ticker symbol uh, POR and on the Frankfurt Exchange under POTA. We're a, uh, an Argentine lithium brine focused explorationist. And uh, happy to be here today. Jamie, uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, first of all, I've met or spoken. So um, I just kind of want to kind of get a sense of what you're trying to do and a sense of what you're about. So let, let's start with the, um, the, the company. And the portfolio, you, you've got a fair few moving parts in here. Um, small company, 11, 12 million bucks. I mean, how can you possibly sort of manage all of the juggling that's required? I think that's a fair question. And the simple answer is Portofino cannot juggle everything. And so what we're doing is based on a recent buyout of our Jurgo project in Argentina, the company is going to be strictly focused on Argentine lithium brine developments and the, with the lead asset being the Jurgo project and a near-term acquisition subject to the government of Salta awarding a tender to us, the Adazato project in Salta. The projects in Ontario, we do intend to spin those out. Right. And when, what are you sitting on in? Sorry, uh, how many projects? Uh, there are two in Argentina, and there are five gold projects and two lithium pro or three lithium projects in Ontario. Right. Okay. So, the, will you spin out the Canadian lithium and the Canadian gold into one entity or two separate entities? Uh, we're in discussions with different groups on the lithium assets and we would spin out the gold as one portfolio. Right, okay. And um, is there any value in this? Do you think, I mean, I'm talking like, are there dollars <laughs> to be had short term? Uh, yes, there are. So in the lithium assets, uh, we have entertained numerous offers. Nothing is concluded to date. Uh, but between cash and shares, we do believe there's significant value that can come to the shareholders for Portofino. Additionally, on the gold projects, though, that uh, portfolio has two drill stage gold assets in it. Uh, plus additional projects that are quite compelling to pursue. Right. So we think there's significant value that can be unlocked on both. Okay. At, at a future date, when you've kind of concluded those yes. discussions, uh, et cetera, I'm sure you'll let the market know. Um, so, something in your back pocket there. Um, you have also raised some money recently, um, beginning of September, just under just shy of a, a million bucks, a little bit uh, of money earlier in the year as well. You're kind of quite tight on the, on the finances to do what, I suspect you're going to need to do with with um, Yoko and also Arizaro. Uh, um, how are you planning to move things forward? You're going to need to raise some capital. Um, mm -hmm. So let's talk about what you want to do and then maybe come back to the money. So what, what, what do you need to do with Yoko now that you're 100% owner? So what we want to do there is we're in the process right now of identifying a further exploration program to expand the aquifers, both uh, both size and depth. And at the same time, uh, resample the, the the samples that were previously taken, uh, where we think we're going to get uh, much more significant grade out of the the revised samples. And then we uh, concurrent to that, we're proceeding with a drill uh, a drill permit application with the Catamarcan government, and we anticipate uh, being able to drill on the project prior to the end of the calendar year. Right, and so what, if, what, what historic uh, data did you pick up along with this package? I mean, what, what do you know? Uh, well, we have uh, completed everything to date uh, on, up to drilling, so all surface sampling, all geophysics, um, and we know there are two major aquifers on the project, and we know that the grades on the aquifer are very high. Right. They're very high. Can you give me some numbers? Give me a sense of that. 
Um, I think the grade was uh, 378 milligrams per liter, uh, which uh, with very low impurities. Right. Okay. Okay. So we're talking, of course, um, lithium brine here uh, yes. in, in Argentina, which is what it's known for. Um, how, when, when you were kind of going through this process, but how long did it take you to kind of actually get this over the line? How long have you been talking about it? Several years. So we had a traditional okay, option okay. earn in agreement, and uh, that culminated in a buyout in a buyout agreement in August to acquire 100. percent Right. Okay. So, so it's is it a case of one of those things we started so we might as well finish, or you know during the, during the course of those discussions, did you sort of you know t- take take a breath, step back, take a breath, and go, well, actually, you know, our lithium brine's getting a fair hearing at the moment. We're seeing all this lithium pegmatite, this hard rock stories coming through and getting a sort of exceptional valuations in the marketplace. Were you sort of tempted to maybe not do lithium brines? Absolutely not. I think my thesis is that lithium brines are the optimal asset to pursue. And given that the buyout of the option agreement was for approximately $200 US per hectare, and the going rate for lithium brines in the similar area are about $2,000 US a hectare, we knew we had an asset we needed to uh, to acquire fully. The, the okay, well, let's talk about that. The the going rate is two thousand bucks. So that doesn't necessarily mean yours is going to be two thousand bucks, does it? No, it doesn't. But when you look at interest that we've had in the project already since we've made the announcements of the complete acquisition, um, it validates the thesis that we are we are in the right wheelhouse for the value. Right. Okay. So. Okay, that's really interesting. So you, you, I guess you, you're, you're saying to get, get this thing over the line, um, it actually kind of kind of backs up some kind of valuation for your company as well. If you could get anywhere near the two thousand dollar per hectare, or, oh, so easily acre, acre a hectare valuation was it per hectare? And per the hectare, 2, right, yeah. The two thousand dollars is simply based on unexplored land uh, in a prime solar. So as soon as you start doing work on the project, the value should be increased. And the fact that we are at a drill stage with that project, we should see if we were to vend out that property, which we're not planning to, we should see additional value being realized for the shareholder. Right. Our immediate plan to complete the four, uh, an initial four-hole drill program should see a revaluing of that project dramatically. Okay. We'll get, get there in a second. I'm, I'm just, just yeah. going to work out just in terms of land, land value or land holding. Uh, value here because you're quite close to Zijin, who's just I, I think uh, a little bit where they southeast south south of you. Um, they've got their uh, Tres Aquabradas uh, project, obviously down there. They're very clearly Zijin, mm-hmm. one of the big names in in, in lithium, part uh, because they're technical expertise, but they also seem to be moving um, further upstream as as well. Mm-hmm. Groups like that um, must give you some some degree of confidence that that the land values can be achieved? Is is that what you're thinking? Absolutely. And Zijing is approximately nine kilometers northwest of us. Uh, So very, very close. Uh, In fact, I believe their team drives across our property on the main road every time they go to theirs. So the answer is yes. And we are seeing, we have seen, and we are seeing significant interest amongst Chinese groups and groups from outside of China in in the uh, the Jergo project. Right. So that that's Jergo. Obviously, a lot of data, more meaningfully advanced, and you're 100% owners. What about the Arizaro um, projects? It, you're not quite there with that. So can you give us an update? Yeah, the Arizaro project was subject to a public tender. 
So we've been doing contract work on behalf of the provincial government or the provincial mining company named Remza in the province of Salta. Uh, we have successfully brought that project forward to a drill stage, having completed all surface sampling, trenching, uh, and geophysics. The geophysics included, I believe it was 64 line kilometers of work that was completed. We've outlined a significant aquifer there and subject to that, uh, that reporting, the, the provincial mining company, again named Remza, did undertake a public tender. And that was uh, concluded in August, and we're anticipating a, a decision on the awarding of the sub-areas imminently. And the, the my understanding is the decisions were to come down after the Argentine federal election, which did wrap up yesterday. Right, but they, I think they're running again, aren't they? There's another round. Yes. Yeah, mid-November, there is the runoff. Right, okay, okay. So I, I guess before year-end, hopefully some kind of clarification on whether we're mining friendly government or not and early indications suggest that that will be the case um right let's so let's talk about those two projects you're going to need you talked about some of the things that you that you have been doing and you will need to do you're going to need to finance that mm -hmm. um so you've got to be very clear about what it is that you're trying to um i guess be able to tell the market so let's talk about those you said four drills you said yes right so what, what do you hope to be able to be able to prove to the, yourself and the market after this board drill goals? Well, I think that we're going to be able to come out with an initial resource following that drill program um, and being able to push four drill holes into that project. Um, similar companies have been able to produce a resource over a million tons based on that work. I'm not saying that we're going to be able to do that, um, but I think that other companies' experience in the area is very telling of what could be right. done here. So, Okay, not you, well, maybe you, but a million tons, but put that in context of what, what else is going on out there. Because it's a very confusing time for you know, investors in lithium. We saw you know prices shoot up way over 70, nearly 80,000 mm -hmm. back in October and shoot back down to 20, and I think we're sitting around 30 now. So it's kind of it's kind of erratic behavior. And therefore, and equities have kind of you know been under pressure because the equities just generally are, but under pressure because expectations were set quite high and then they mm -hmm. kind of come off again so when you're talking about um you know the resource of that sort of size give me give me a sense of where that kind of puts you if, if you're able to do that uh well it put it into in my mind a, a tier one asset uh even off of that work and then you know if we are successful on follow-on drilling we can expand that resource significantly um and again, regarding lithium pricing, uh, a lot of people forget that lithium was priced around four or five thousand dollars a ton uh, a couple of years ago, and so to be sitting around five thousand or thirty thousand dollars a ton today, you are sitting on a sixfold increase to the recent past. And people sometimes forget that, as you say, when you when there was a meteoric temporary rise to over seventy. Yeah. Well, that hence the confusion. I think in the marketplace, yeah. they're trying to work out: are we, are we, are we, um, are we finding a, a new base here um, in terms of you know what the expected you know supply versus demand fundamentals look like, um, or are we are we on another kind of, I guess, foolish run up? I, I thought I, I don't think it did the market any favors that sort of pricing last year, but the, the, there you go. Um, so you've got to fund that. You'll have to fund four holes so what's that cost have you got enough money now are you going to need to go and raise some additional capital um and then obviously you got to put a resource out so 
that cost time and money. So what does mm-hmm. that look like? Yeah. So the four hole drill program, we've budgeted approximately a million dollars. We will be raising the money for that in the near future. And we believe we've got the the support from from the investor community and our current investors to proceed with that. So we're fairly right. excited on on getting the the drill permits in hand moving forward with that. It's and drilling when to expect to be able to do that, sorry? We'd like to have the drills turning prior to the end of the calendar year. Okay. Not not too far away. And then no. that million that million was the good news, right? That's the good news because you're gonna move quickly in this marketplace um take take advantage of um the yep. situation. Does that million bucks, would that also include actually being able to put out a resource off the back of that? Does it include the back end uh, of the drilling? To put out a revised 43101, yes, that should yeah. include it. Okay. Right. Well, there we go. That's, that's okay. So your story is quite simple. So you've kind of decluttered. Yes. We get, you're kind of getting rid of the the remainder, the, the other elements, the non-Argentine elements and, and spinning those out. There's some value to that. There's some value in the... Um, I guess it's like I said, it's kind of almost like a backstop value of the of the land that he's sitting on at Yergo. Um yes. and Azaro Arizaro um I guess will come come through when it when it comes through, but that also looks imminent. So um your your message to shareholders now is obviously hang on there, there's more to come. For for investors looking at this, what how how do you describe yourself? What 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 type of company are you that they're investing into? Yeah, for the investor that would be looking to come in, I describe ourselves very often as probably one of the the last lithium juniors that has a low entry point for investors to come into a lithium brine story. I, I'm not aware of any any other lithium juniors globally that have access to tier one uh, lithium brine solars that are priced where we are. I don't believe we've been discovered yet. And having recently bought out the Jergo option agreement, and having a very good likelihood of winning this te- this public tender in Salta Province for the for the Arzero project, uh, puts us in an incredible place for investors to look at us. Okay, well, it's a nice introduction to the story. Um, go off and do it, and come back and tell us. I told you so. Uh, happy to have that conversation. Um, I think it's still exciting time for lithium and 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 lithium inver- and people thinking of lith- investing in lithium. Yeah. There's still money to be made. Um, so thank you for your time today, Jeremy. We'll, we'll speak to you soon. Absolutely, thank you.